The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. The Coaches Show is brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day, providing superior legal representation to injury victims and their families. Find out more at johndaylegal.com. I'm Danny Brewer. I am joined now by the man who made Tim Duncan relevant, Tony Rutland, head coach of Laverne High School Boys. Coach, how are you? I'm good. I, I can't take all the credit for Tim, but I mean, <laughs> I did pass him 90% of the time. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, coach. Okay, so I want to start by talking about last night's ball game, the inspired effort of the Laverne Wolverines. I mean, I think inspired is is a very good term when you look about when you look at the game and you think about what happened. They're very inspired. Yeah, um, you know, I had to change uh, the guys. They got they started to get too comfortable. Um, I realized it after our last uh, game against Oakland. You know, when I tried to uh, play back, play zone, and stuff, uh, they just came out like a day school. They came out like nonchalant. And that's just the pattern with the team. And so all all last couple of days before the game, we've just been very intense on the defense and offensive uh, side. And they showed it to, in, in the game. And that's what I was trying to uh, get the guys to do is just really come out the game and be the hunters and not the hunted. I think that that absolutely happened. 61-45, you beat Stewart's Creek. Huge win in the district because things are so compact there. The defensive attitude, was that a message you talked about pregame, the defensive attitude you wanted the team to have? Yes. Uh, you know, we didn't worry about, you know, their offense that they, you know, ran or whatever. It was just uh, I told the guys don't be selfish on defense. Um, you know, and that's the thing. You can be selfish on defense where you're only sticking to your own man. And we wanted to put pressure on everyone and, you know, we just got to rotate and, you know, the guys did that and we concentrated on that in the last couple of days before the game. And, you know, that's if we want to go in advance, either in the district or in the regions, we have to start stopping people because, you know, we get a spell where we can't score for a couple of minutes. But if we have the defense, we can always find some baskets. I want to talk about Javon Drake, the senior his defensive effort last night set the tone early with a couple of packed lunches, man. I mean, he was he was all over the place early. You know, he he's a he's athletic. Um, he's just man, an athletic freak as far as football and basketball. Man, he can run like he runs like a deer. I mean, he just never gets tired, and he's strong. Uh, he could play a big. He could play a guard. He's just very quick and. We, we needed that. You know, he set the tone. I mean, you know, uh, hit a three the first, you know, play of the game. And from that point on, we just really, really were intense. You absolutely were. And I know that he fouled out, but that was a testament to how in the game that kid was. Yeah. And, you know, and that's going to happen. If you're going to play uh, defense intensively and, and get in a lot of the offensive players, you're going to get some fouls no matter, you know, where you're at. Uh, we have to we had to adjust as far as how the referees were calling it. But again, a lot of guys stepped up. It was really a team effort. Uh, everybody played their role and we kept the intensity on defense no matter who was in the game. Let's talk for a minute about your big man. 
uh, he played big in the fourth quarter because there was a couple of times when it looked like Stewart's Creek was trying to creep back into it. They cut into the lead, but your big man was big in the fourth quarter, especially around the hoop. Yeah, and you know, uh, all credit to my point guard Zai. He uh, was able to uh, get paint touches, and I've been stressing that to him all season. And all the guards, we need paint touches. You know, we we need to get paint touches to either get shots or get the bigs easy baskets. And he was able to finish a lot and. Uh, again, you know, we spread them out because we do have great shooters and we was able to get paint touches and we didn't settle. And that's really the big key for us is not settling for threes. Coach, I want to talk about one more thing about last night's game before we move on. Mm-hmm. Your intensity. <laughs> there was a few times when I saw some some kind of uh, dancing footwork over there on some calls and some different plays and all that stuff. So, so your intensity was important to set the tone for the team, I feel like. Yeah, I think, you know, the the team feeds off of me, um, you know, because I am intense and, you know, people laugh. But, you know, I think the guys feed off that and they see and they try to get in it. Um, you know, it, it just goes back to, you know, how I was raised and the coaches that I've seen with all the intensity that a lot of coaches that, you know, coach back in the day. And it does, you know, the, co- the players will play as the coach is. If I'm calm and I see it, sometimes when I feel like I'm calm on the bench, uh, they play that way. So, you know, we wanted to set the tone, and that included myself. Well, I think it's because you give a dog on. Now, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about free throw shooting for a minute. I know yeah. all coaches in this district and probably the Mercer district too, free throw shooting has been a thorn. You know, it hasn't been, been good. If you were to have a contest with your team and you shoot 100 and they shoot 100, who's going to win? Oh, I'm going to win all day. I mean, I, I could probably make more than the whole team, but – uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. I think, you know, one thing about me, we come to practice, I always, I'm always watching, you know, and, you know, I see who's working on their weaknesses and I see who isn't. And it eats me up inside because if you want to be good and you hear the Kobe Bryant stories, you hear the Michael Jordan stories, you should want to do that. And, you know, I try to instill that in them and you know, I, I, I will say that, you know, like Dante has really gotten better. He's listened. I've kind of adjusted his shot a little bit. He's still shooting like he's in middle school um, where he's pushing the ball, bringing it down from his hip. And, you know, from free throw line, we're trying to not have him dip as much. And he, he's starting to make a little bit more. Um, but again, we have a lot to improve. Because that's important for him because that's, you know, it could almost be a hack-a-shack type mentality when he gets the ball down there because the kid can, can move around the hoop. Yeah but he's got to make free throws. Yeah, and, you know, that hurts us too. You know, if if they're going to start to foul, I got to bring him, take him out, you know, put somebody else who can uh, shoot free throws because he is a, a big part of our offense and defense. But, you know, again, I think I trust him enough now where he's starting to be comfortable and, and make free throws. Um, I, I will say he's probably hit the backboard more than anybody I've seen ever, and he's made most of them. So, if he starts to miss, I say use the backboard again. So, I mean, it, to, a point is a point, and that's just how it is. As long as it goes to the net, that's all that matters, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, let's talk about your point guard for a minute. You mentioned him. I know he was important early. Uh, the ball handling and the guard plate, when you get tournament time, that can be very important, right? Yeah. And, you know, with him, I, you know, he gets tired a lot, and I tell him to trust the team, you know. And if he starts trusting the team, passing the ball ahead and then get it back, he won't get as tired. But, you know, the turnovers, we, we, we got a little fatigue turnovers uh, towards the end, and it kind of almost didn't cost us. But then, you know, like I told them, it's a game of runs, and we was able to handle it. 
Haywood, he had a good game last night, shot the ball very well, set the tone early with some big threes. Yeah, you know, uh, he's been doing a lot. He's missed everything for us, and he's played defense, offense, rebound, and he was able to come out and, and shoot the ball really well for us. Coming up, Coach, obviously w- with the way this district is, compact, every game matters, you got a big week coming up. Talk a little bit about uh, what you got coming up this week. Uh, we have Kane, I mean Antioch on Tuesday, who is another top team in our district, and then we, uh, I believe, Smyrna at Smyrna, Smyrna Friday. Smyrna at Smyrna, which is the only road game that we have in the second half, which is was key for us. But uh, Antioch is a tough team. They're long, they're tall, but you know we got to take it day by day. You know, I we're, we were one and zero yesterday. We're zero and zero today. Um, we'll be zero and zero when we play them on Tuesday, and so we have to take each game day by day and we set our own fate so all we got to do is just handle one game at a time and everything else will just settle in you were the only team to beat Antioch so far through the first half of, of, of the district uh, season so does that help you any going into this game or like you said it does it doesn't matter I think it does um, I, I think that they want a little redemption so I'm not sure how they're going to come out but at the end of the day I think we know we have to put ourselves in a situation where we have to win um, so we have to bring the same intensity um, because I know they're going to come out and they're going to think that they uh, let one slip in their hands but I, I also felt like we didn't play our best at Antioch uh, we didn't shoot the ball well we gave them a lot of easy baskets turned the ball over so again it's a lot of improvement that we have to do as well they have some size rebounding going to be a key it is um, but you know I think too um, you know they, they score so much inside, um, but, you know, we have athletic guys like Javon who can handle the tall guy who is, is really good, um, but they do have big football players. We just have to find a way to make them miss. Um, if we if we can say, have the same intensity on defense like we did last night and, and again against Siegel, then I think we'll be fine. So when you and not not asking for your game plan here, yeah. but do you think about maybe mixing your defense up some because they are so big at an out, or do you think you can match up with them okay man to man? Yeah, I I think so, and I you know I'm I'm a firm believer. Your sometimes your best offense is your best defense. Um, so with them playing big, it's to our advantage. Uh, you know they they either have to sit in the zone or they're going to have to uh, have bigs to step out. And if we're playing at home, I think you know the percentage of shots are going to go up. So you know. So sometimes your your offense is your best defense. So speeding the game up, do you think that may be important for you too based on some of the open floor players that you have? I think so. You know, if we can get turnovers, if they go really big, you know, we can put pressure on, maybe cause some turnovers. Um, if not, then if they stay in that zone and we have the lead, then, you know, we have to uh, play slow and get them out of the zone and then and, and go into our offense but you know if they pack it down and they stay in that zone and it's a close game you know we have to make sure that they adjust to us and not us not just to them this has been a roller coaster ride <laughs> you know i mean for, for guys like me it's kind of a lot of fun because yeah. you, it, you never know what's going to happen as a coach, how's it been for you? It's fun. You know, sometimes I want to put my hands up as we're going down on a roller coaster, but sometimes I'm, I have a tight grip. And, you know, I love the guys. They're really working hard. They're buying in. But, you know, I think last night they really saw that if you play four quarters of basketball, you'll see the real true Laverne basketball team. And I think we did a really good job last night. And, you know, again, we was able to put four quarters together. Let's talk for just a second about the environment last night because that's 
last night was one of the things that's great about high school basketball. Man, it was it was awesome. It was not only our fans, but it was some uh, Stewart's Creek fans, and you know that's how basketball should be. And I think uh, you know if we can get it like that again, it'll be awesome. Coach, anything else you want to add about Laverne Wolverine basketball? And we're just you know just playing, and and hopefully we can uh, finish the season strong and and take it into the district. But you know I I really uh, like where we're going. Coach, I think you got an exciting product on the floor. If you want to see some good basketball, head down there to Laverne Tuesday night. Antioch, uh, that ought to be a barn burner. Coach Tony Rutland, Laverne Wolverines, we appreciate your time, Coach. The Coaches Show is brought to you by Parks Auction Company. Let their team of experienced and professionally trained staff utilize the auction process to sell your property. Find out more at parksauction.com.